running a business can be incredibly lonely if you don't have anyone else doing it with you. It can feel like everybody else on social media is killing it. Everyone you see on Instagram who's traveling around and they're having a great time and their business is just floating along in the background, no effort. That's the surface level that you are seeing. You're not seeing the challenges that they are going through. And it can be really easy to think that you are the only one who doesn't have it figured out. Welcome to Socialette. I'm your host, Steph Taylor. As a launch strategist and digital marketer, I've learned a lot of lessons the hard way while building a seven-figure online business. If you're an overwhelmed business owner struggling to scale while also keeping your clients happy, this podcast is for you. Join me as I share actionable advice for creating an online business that feels good and brings you so much joy. Are you on the list to get my daily biz boosters? Every day, I'll send you a bite-sized prompt that is designed to help you grow your business in a more intentional way. Sign up at stephtaylor.co slash dbb or at the link in the show notes. Hey, welcome back to Socialette. This is episode 528. Today, I'm talking about how to stay positive when your business is growing slower than what you had expected it to grow at or how, how fast you'd want it to grow. Now, I started this business back in 2018, and this is not my first business. I actually had a business prior to that, which didn't quite go to plan. Let's put it that way. But so this actual business that I'm in right now, I started back in 2018, and it took probably about a year to figure it out, to find my feet and to really understand what I was doing. And then, you know, it took me actually that in that year, it took me a while to figure out what my niche was going to be, what I wanted to sell, who I was going to help, all of the basics that are kind of prerequisites for real growth. And then after I'd figured it out, it probably took about another year before I saw any real growth. We very easily forget that it can take time and that growing a business to what we expect it to be and what we want it to be isn't going to happen overnight especially if you are on a budget and you don't have a lot of cash to throw at advertising and PR and strategy. Because a lot of these overnight success stories, you know, the ones where we read about the person who built an e-commerce business and that grew to a million dollars in their first month. Yeah, they do sometimes happen. But what they don't tell you is that those businesses had a lot to invest at that at the start. They could throw a lot of money into advertising and PR and strategy, and that really amplified their growth quickly. But if you don't have that budget, then it is going to be quite slow. Now, there are a lot of things that I wish I had done in that time while I was waiting for it to grow. But there were also, there were a lot of times back then that I wanted to give up because I thought that slow growth meant it wasn't going to work. I thought that the fact it was growing slowly was a sign that my business wasn't right or that I was doing something wrong. But in fact, slow growth is a blessing in disguise. I went from slow growth to suddenly fast growth in 2020, and that fast growth was more challenging than slow growth. Slow gives you that time to set everything up for when it starts to take off. But still, it's really hard. When you're going through that slow growth, it's really demotivating. It's really challenging. 
So here today, I'm talking about five things you can do to keep focused and positive when your business is growing slower than you would like it to. So very first thing to do when you uh, when just when you're growing slower than you would like and you want to stay positive, connect back to why you are doing it. Why did you start your business in the first place? Are you doing it for the freedom? Are you doing it to help people, to be your own boss? What is the why or the multiple whys, the, the multiple reasons that you are doing this? Because without that strong why, it's really hard to stay positive. And then connect back to that big vision. Okay, what is that big vision that you have, that end goal? It's okay for that vision to change, but what is that thing that you are working towards right now? When you're in the weeds, when you're in the nitty gritty running of the business and it feels really challenging and really slow, it's so easy to lose sight of what you are aiming for. So if you can keep that vision in mind and you can keep connecting back to what you're aiming for and why you're doing it, then that can help you to stay motivated even on those days when you just want to give up. And we've all had those days. It's so normal. Now, Sometimes the path to how you actually achieve that vision might not end up looking like what you planned it to. Mine definitely didn't. I've had more pivots and twists and turns than I ever would have imagined, and each pivot brought me closer to reaching that end goal. But if I had been so fixed on the process of how I was going to achieve that goal, I wouldn't have been open to those twists and turns and pivots, and I probably wouldn't have achieved that end vision. So rather than being so stuck to that rigid process that we want to follow, focus more on that end vision. So you know what you're aiming for, and then you can be open to the the changes that might get you faster, it might get you there faster or in a different way to how you had planned. The second thing to do to stay positive is remember who you are doing it for. Yes, you might be doing it so that you can enjoy freedom, but who else is going to experience positive things as a result of your success? Who else has a vested interest in your success? Maybe it's the people you're helping. Maybe it's your family, your community. What you are doing is always bigger than just you. It's not just you. It's going to have an impact on other people and it's going to have a ripple effect to an even wider group of people as a result. So get really clear. What is that impact you are having on other people's lives? For example, maybe you are showing your kids what's possible. Maybe you are empowering others in your community to make a change. Maybe you are helping certain groups of people to solve a very strong problem that they have. Who else are you doing it for other than just yourself? Who else is counting on you? The third thing to do to stay positive when your business is growing slowly is find a community. Because running a business can be incredibly lonely if you don't have anyone else doing it with you. It can feel like everybody else on social media is killing it. Everyone you see on Instagram who's traveling around and they're having a great time and their business is just floating along in the background, no effort. That's the surface level that you are seeing. You're not seeing the challenges that they are going through. And it can be really easy to think that you are the only one who doesn't have it figured out. Everyone else has it figured out and you just don't have it. You don't get it. But the biggest game changer for me was making friends with other business owners. And actually now most of my friends run their own businesses. And when you have that community, you realize that you are not alone. 
we are all figuring it out. And what you see on social media is just the surface level. It's the duck paddling along in the pond and underneath you don't see the duck furiously kicking to stay afloat. There is something also really magical about having people you can vent to who get it rather than venting to your partner or your friends who don't have businesses. If you have friends who do have a business, they can understand, they can help you troubleshoot and vice versa. You can help them too. Like I, a few years ago, I had a launch that just didn't go well. 2019, I believe it was. And I was so close to quitting my business. I thought, you know what? I'm over this. This is just the the emotional roller coaster. It's not worth it. And I actually called up my friend Anita from WordFetty or BrandFetty. Um, I called her up and I was like to her, I was like, oh, like, well, actually, no, I, I messaged her. I said to her, I said, I'm, I'm looking at jobs. I'm over this. Like, I just want to quit. And she called me and she talked me, you know, talked me back into it. She's like, you know what? Like, this is normal. This is what you're going to do to rescue the situation. And it actually ended up being a lot better than it ever could have been. The fourth thing to do to stay positive is find some, find a mentor or some sort of container that you can be in. A coach, a course, a group program, whatever it is, being in that community and going through their framework can help to point out the blind spots in what you're doing. Because right now where you are, you don't know what you don't know. And I really wish I had realized the value in investing in people's containers and courses and, you know, group programs earlier. Because, yeah, I was just blindly going along, piecing together all these pieces of free advice And it's overwhelming and it's really slow versus when I invested in, I think probably the first really significant investment I made was James Wedmore's Business by Design course. And that was great because finally I had a framework I could follow and it allowed me to just tune out all of the free content and focus on following somebody's framework. And it doesn't really matter so much whose framework it is, as long as you pick one. And I think the challenge is we buy all of these $49 things because we're like, oh, $49, I can afford that, rather than $2,000, which feels a little bit uncomfortable. And the $49 ones, we just pile up all of these $49 things and we never actually complete them or we never have enough skin invested in the game to follow that framework through. Whereas when I invested in James's course, I that was really expensive for me at the time. I did not have any money, really. And I signed up for the payment plan with like, I, I mean, this sounds so cliche, but it was literally like the last $500 in my bank account went to the payment plan. But because I had invested this significant amount of money into it, I now knew, okay, I'm going to make this work. And every day for like an hour before I started doing my normal work in my business, I sat down and I worked on some part of that framework that I was given in that course. You can only figure out so much on your own and working with somebody else or with somebody else's framework speeds up that process big time. For some people, that might mean working with a business coach. For others, that might mean a course with a framework. Um, and I'll give you an, another example, right? Like, when I, I taught myself how to launch essentially and launching by yourself is a lot of time and work. It's a lot of trial and error and piecing together all of this stuff. 
So when I created Launch Magic, I knew, okay, I want to make a container where there is a process there for people to work through. There is a framework there for people to work through. They don't have to guess and they have the community of other people who are going through the exact same thing at the exact same time. Uh, so that is, it's quite powerful having that space and that framework and somebody else just telling you, hey, do this, then do that. Okay. And then the fifth thing to do when your business is growing slowly is use this time to design your business intentionally. What is the ultimate vision? For example, if you don't want to be working with clients long term, but you're doing it right now because it pays the bills, what can you do while things are quiet to set yourself up for that future growth? Can you maybe start to create a course? Can you maybe start a podcast and batch those episodes so that you can stay consistent when you get busy? What can you do now with the downtime that you have that is going to set you up for growth in the future? And what you do right now is going to shape your business well into the future. If you want to take a month off every three months, you need to start putting those systems into place right now. Even though that three months, that, that goal of taking a month off every three months might seem months or years in the future, the systems you put into place now will help that to happen faster. You need to start thinking about how are you going to one day outsource that customer support? Even if you're doing it yourself, can you put systems in place to reply for replying to customer support messages? Can you create like a customer support document where you detail the responses to pretty common questions you get asked? Uh, what kind of software are you using to streamline things in your business? What processes uh, can you implement for every task that you do when you hire? So, you know, like there's all of these different things that you can start putting into place now, even if you're not ready to outsource or hire or anything like that, you still can start putting together those systems. And it's something I wish I had done so much earlier on because when you are busy, you will wish that you had got your ducks in a row sooner. And getting those solid foundations in place means that when you have that faster growth, it's smoother. I didn't have my systems in order, really. Like when I, when my business suddenly grew in 2020, I found myself scrambling to outsource customer support and starting to put processes in place around that because I couldn't handle the amount of customer support requests we were getting. These are things you don't think about when your business is growing slowly but you wish you had thought about them when suddenly everything starts happening really quickly. So there you go. Five things to do to help you stay positive when your business is growing slowly and set yourself up for that future growth. So firstly, connect back to why you are doing it. Then remember who you are doing it for. Like who else has that vested interest in your success? Number three, find that community. Find other people who are going through the same thing you are going through. And there are so many business owners, right? There are so many of us and it's really easy to find those communities where we are active. So find that community and make close friendships. Then find a mentor or some kind of container that you can be in. Find somebody else's framework you can follow. And lastly, use this time to design your business intentionally. Design it to to help you get to that vision and start putting in and step those processes and those systems that will get you there. 
All right. Thank you so much for listening. If you have any friends who you think would like to listen to this episode, maybe they are going through a quieter patch in their business or they're really struggling, please share this show with them. This is how I help more people to grow. Thank you so much for listening. Catch you next time. 